You are listening to the Dream for Others podcast with Naomi Arnold, episode three. Dream for you, dream for me, dream for others. And now your host, award-winning life and business coach, Naomi Arnold. Hello there. How are you? We are now well and truly on our way in 2019, aren't we? I'm really curious. Are you someone who sets New Year resolutions or goals or intentions? I wish I could hear your answer. Maybe you can let me know in the comments on the show notes page for this episode or on social media. You can tag me at Naomi L. Arnold or you can use the hashtag dream for others. I'll see it. Either way, hopefully that way. Now, I personally don't set New Year resolutions, but I do go through a planning process for the year ahead, usually in January or December, which I then revisit every quarter throughout the year. I prefer to work in quarters because it helps me stay focused. I juggle so many balls that things can get really overwhelming otherwise. One of the themes that I noticed when I asked my newsletter subscribers to fill out a survey recently is that they wanted some support with planning, more specifically creating a success plan. And some folks were individuals and they were wanting help with mapping out a life plan. So what success means for them personally in life and how they can move toward this. Others were business owners and they were wanting help with creating a success plan for their business. And then there were some people who were managers or employees in corporate or government or university settings, and they were wanting some support with team planning and figuring out how their team could successfully achieve their goals and milestones. Now, it could have been the time of year that I asked the question, but clearly planning was on the tip of people's minds. So Over the holidays, I got to work on creating some resources that I thought might help you across different contexts with planning for success. And this is where the Becoming Framework was born, and it is an eight-step process for planning for success and creating change. Then a Becoming Framework infographic summarizing this process in a visual form was created and then a comprehensive 50-page, I think it was over 50 pages, planning workbook and a supplementary templates book for teams was made. And then I made a version for business owners and entrepreneurs as well, which included my business planning template and the Dream for Others meditation. And then finally, I thought, oh, why not? Why not make a version for individuals too who may not have a business or who may not want to do it in this team context, but wanted to focus on themselves and their personal success and life overall. So in this episode, I thought I would focus on the Becoming Framework process and I would talk you through the eight steps. This way, if you don't want to buy one of the workbooks right now, you'll be able to self-guide yourself through that process using the infographic and or this episode. 
If you haven't done so already, you might like to download the infographic via my website. If it's safe to do so, just press pause now perhaps and you can find it on the show notes page for this episode or you can find it at naomiarnold.com slash free dash resources. This way, while I'm talking you through the process, you can refer to the visual infographic. I know that I find that helpful in following along in understanding processes is actually seeing the visual representation in front of me. And if you're at your desk or you're near a journal or the notes section of your phone, you can always pause when I'm talking about each step of the process and take some notes too if you wish. However, if you're driving, of course, or you're walking or you're otherwise occupied right now, that's fine. I'm going to briefly summarize each step and the becoming process anyway. And then maybe afterwards, when it's safe to do so, you can download the infographic and it will be so much clearer to you what the process is after having listened to me today. And that way you can either use the infographic in the future or if you like, you can get the workbook which will guide you through the process as well. Now, some people might say that I'm coming to the planning party a little late, but I personally think this is a perfect time. And why? Well, first, because any month, any day is the perfect time to plan, in my opinion. Second, because those who didn't get a chance over the holidays, because let's say they were actually holidaying or wanted to maybe feel into the new year a little bit before they do their planning, well, this might be perfect time for them. And third, those like me who sometimes perhaps plan a little early and then find they've already outgrown those plans by like late Jan, early Feb, might be keen to revisit their goals and their planning process too. And finally, if like me, you like to revisit your goals every quarter or so, this episode will always be there for you to return back to if you wish as you're doing that too. Okay, so the becoming framework. The B in becoming is for baseline. I find that my planning process feels more aligned and focused and productive when I'm doing it in an intentional way. It can therefore really help to pause before beginning and think about how you can consciously create your baseline or your starting point. You might ask yourself questions like, why do you want to create this success plan? What are your intentions and main objectives? How have you been taught or socialized to define and measure success? And if you were to throw this out the window, how would you personally define and measure success? What core values do you want to be reflected in your plan? How can you create an environment that will facilitate the healthy development of a success plan? Asking yourself some reflective questions like these and mindfully creating your environment can really help set yourself up for a fabulous planning session. Now the E in becoming is for explore. This is where I like to explore and acknowledge what is and has worked. 
I ask questions like, where have I experienced success? Where have I been living or working in alignment with what success looks and feels like for me? What has been working well? What have I achieved, big and small, inner and outer? What have I achieved? What can I acknowledge or celebrate? What can I pat myself on the back for? What wouldn't I change? What do I hope would remain exactly the same? Then the C in becoming is for critique. This is where we gently put on our critical thinking hats. This is where we offer a critique and where we try to take care of ourselves when we're doing so. So the questions that I like to ask here are things like, what hasn't been going so well? What could be improved? Where am I not living or working in alignment with my personal definition and measurements of success? What barriers and blocks and challenges and issues have I been experiencing? Or what barriers and blocks and challenges and issues can I predict might come up for me in the future? Where is my confidence feeling low at the moment? And how is my inner critic sabotaging me? What am I fearful of? And what would I like to change moving forward? Then the O is for overcome. This is where we can now use our critical thinking, our problem solving, our solution focused lens to find ways to work through the issues we've previously identified. So what is within our control and what isn't? How could we resolve or improve or overcome any identified issues? How could we handle things in a more healthy or helpful or productive way? What resources and support might be useful moving forward? What might we need to learn or further develop? How can I work through areas where my inner critic or my fears are sabotaging me? And while we're talking about this, I'll be dedicating a whole episode to processing fears and the inner critic shortly. But in the meantime, if you don't want to wait for that, you can find another infographic on my free resources page that will guide you through a four-step process that I use to work through fears and the inner critic. So you can head over there and find that later if you think that will be useful to you. Then the M in becoming is for makeup. This is where we get really clear on our inner makeup, on our uniqueness and how we can work with ourselves rather than work against ourselves. How can we work in a way that actually works for us rather than perhaps the ways that we've potentially been taught to work by others? So what are your strengths, your archetypes, your personality types and your personal resources? How have you learned that you personally take action? What process do you tend to follow? What motivates and inspires you? And how can you use this knowledge to your advantage? How can you learn to operate in a way that works for you and the way that you're made up? 
How can you use this understanding to move toward your version of success or move toward your goals? Then the I is for inspire. This is where we can imagine what our future will look and feel like if we were living in alignment with our personal definition and measurement of success. For some of us, it can be helpful to guide ourselves through a visualization process. If you're doing this in the context of business planning, you might like to use my friend, Emmy award-winning entrepreneur, Natalie McNeil's Soul Stirring Success Meditation for this purpose. I'll pop the link in the show notes for you in case that's of interest. But if you're doing this in a work or a personal setting, you might like to spend some time imagining your future self and picturing what life looks and feels like when you have achieved your goals and successfully made the changes you desire. What would a day or week look like? How would you feel? What are you doing? What are you not doing anymore? Where do you live? Who's around you? What have you achieved? What are you proud of? Then ponder on what you need to do to feel inspired and motivated to move toward this vision. And how can you take care of yourself in the process? What can you do to reward yourself and celebrate your achievements as you reach key milestones or momentous moments? Next, N is for nail it. This is where we start to nail things down after going through that process of reflection. What could your high-level goals be for the next 12 months? What would the main milestones be underneath them? And what would you need to actually do and learn in order to achieve those goals and milestones? What would your list of tasks be? Then how can you break those down into quarters or to shorter term goals? What would be your goal for the first quarter? What do you need to do and learn to get to that goal? Can you tell I'm a coach by the number of questions I'm asking you? (laughs) Oops, that was a question too. (laughs) And then the final part in the becoming process is G for go. This is where we get started. The research shows that those who decide in advance when and where they will take specific action can double or triple their chances of successfully reaching their goals. Those who take action within 24 to 48 hours are also more likely to achieve their goals. So this is where we identify our immediate tasks. What are one to three actions that you can take within 24 to 48 hours? What are one to three tasks that you can take within the next two weeks, over the next month? And what can you do for support and accountability to help stay on track as you're moving toward those goals and your version of success? 
I personally use a combination of regularly seeing my coach using a planner called Conquer Your Year, which is specifically for entrepreneurs and also created by Natalie McNeil. And I also schedule tasks into a project management system called Asana. I will put the links to those tools in the show notes as well in case any of them are of interest to you. But we're all so very different. So take a moment to think about what might work for you. What would help you stay on track? And when might you need to review your progress and perhaps refocus when needed? So this is my eight-step process to planning success. If you use it in a team context, what I like to do is to get each individual team member to go through the process on their own and then come together for a team planning day or meeting where you all share your responses and you use those responses as a foundation for group discussion and team planning. You can totally self-facilitate this process yourself, or you could use the workbook that I have for teams, which will take you through the process. And it also has a supplementary templates book, which will help you bring together those team responses. And it also includes an example agenda for the team planning day. Or you could also hire someone like me to facilitate that team planning meeting that brings it all together as well. If you're doing this as an individual for life planning or maybe you're an entrepreneur doing it for business planning, you obviously don't need to take that step where you're coming together as a team. But instead, you might like to pair up with a friend or with a peer and perhaps you can meet to discuss your responses and then meet weekly and biweekly as accountability buddies to support one another in moving toward those goals that you've specified at the end of the process. I hope you find the Becoming Framework process useful and are able to apply it to your own success planning process. If you would like to get one of the workbooks to guide you through the process, you can find them on the shop page of my website. So that's naomiarnold.com shop. Alternatively, you can go to the section of my website that you feel most applies to you. So life programs, business programs or corporate programs, and you'll be able to find the version that perhaps best suits you there. Otherwise, you are, of course, more than welcome to use this podcast episode and the free Becoming Framework infographic or just one of those on their own to self-guide you through the process. Regardless of whether you choose to self-guide yourself using the infographic or this podcast or to use one of my comprehensive workbooks in the shop, I would love to know in the comments on the show notes page or by tagging me on social media at Naomi L. Arnold or hashtag dream for others and let me know what is the big goal that you're working on this quarter and what is one thing that you are going to do in the next 24 to 48 hours to move toward that goal. I'd love to know and I'd love to check in with you myself periodically here and there depending on where you post whether that be in the comments or on social and just see how you're tracking as well. 
For me personally, my current goal is to create 12 podcast episodes with amazing content to share with you all. And with my juggling act, I tend to feel much better when I have a bank of content ready to share rather than producing it week by week. So this is my goal. In terms of what action I'll take over the next 24 hours, I'm going to commit to preparing at least another post. So jumping on and recording at least another post after recording this specific episode you're listening to now so that by the time next week rolls around, there is going to be another episode there for you to listen to without me having to do it at the last minute. All the best with your big dreams for this quarter and the year ahead. I truly hope they come to life for you and that I can support you in some way as you do this. Until next time. Are you finding this content useful? Imagine having Naomi in your corner all year for monthly one-on-one coaching sessions, unlimited email support and business resources. Visit naomiarnold.com forward slash coaching for details.